does Kern ever stop talking? You're such a chatterbox, Kern. Why does he always have something to say? Kern talks way too much. This is Chatterbox Kern. Hey, it's your host Kern with another recap of The Real Housewives of Potomac Season 5 Episode 13. But before I get into this, I want to let you guys in on something that happened over the weekend. So on Friday, I was on the phone with a customer service representative of a bank because for some reason I was locked out of logging in. Mind you, I've been using this service for like over a year now. And all of a sudden, they're like, well, your email address isn't authenticated. I'm like, what? How is that possible? Like, why was I able to log in and use a service? Anyways, they said they'd send me a new password and email, but it'll take a new password and username. But it'll take two weeks. And I'm like, why would it take two weeks when the head office is in the city? And you could literally just go to the post office and send it to me like next day delivery i was on the phone i put on my karen wig and i literally <laughs> not to be disrespectful to anyone whose name is karen but just to make fun of the actual wig and the meme and the call the manager thing yeah so i put my karen wig on metaphorically and i'm like listen i'm not waiting two weeks because this is your error and when i tell you i received the mail on sunday my i called them on friday and i got the mail on sunday how amazing is that? <laughs> so yeah, let's get into the recap for The Real Housewives of Potomac Season 5, Episode 13. Oh, Giselle, what are you wearing? Again, God help Giselle. I'm literally praying for her because <laughs> Giselle needs help, okay? The episode opened up with Giselle in a jewelry store. And I'm thinking... Is Giselle really expecting us to believe that she is already ring shopping with Jamal? Jamal that we have not seen her spend a real intimate moment with yet up to this point. 13 episodes already. So this is in November. Yeah, I think they started filming like late August, early September. And we still have not seen Jamal be super intimate or affectionate to Giselle. Nor have we seen that from her. So ring shopping, that's what I thought. But then Juan showed up and it made sense. Juan was shopping for a ring for Robin. And I like that Juan had a budget of 10k, 10 grand. And he was not going above that. That is what you call being financially responsible. Like he's not going to break the bank for a ring. Giselle is extremely happy for Robin and I've always said this outside of the family members that Giselle has. Giselle loves four people, her three daughters and Robin. Like she loves Robin so I could tell that Giselle was really happy for Robin and it was genuine. Like I hardly, for me personally, I don't find much of Giselle's moments really genuine but when it comes to Robin and her kids... She really lights up and kudos to her for that. At least she has some genuine moments. Anyways, um, I thought that Juan asking Giselle for help was a good thing. And it was really, it shows that Juan is really taking Robin's feelings into consideration. And 
what is good for her and both of them and I like that. That was good. Since the scene was about Robin, we then see a quick look into what she's doing at home with the kids. And I mean, her kids are cute helping her with her business and everything. But I found it funny that she's promoting her hats, which I think the hats look cool. But she's wearing her hats and she posted a picture of her in a hat with a shirt that says classy with a side of hood. And that is funny to me given how they've been reacting or treating Monique. In terms of what happened with her and Candace, like they say she exhibited hood rat behavior or whatever it is, but here's Robin wearing a shirt that says classy with a stripe of hood with a side of hood. The jokes write themselves, like they just walk into these jokes all the time. And it's just amusing to me to watch because of the position they've had on this season so far. We then see Monique preparing for her live podcast, getting things together for the third show I think she was having for this season, meaning last year between September and November. Yeah, so she mentioned that she only sold like 20 tickets out of the 300 and I'm worried for Monique right now because she spent a lot of money to put this event together and only selling 20 tickets is not really a good look. But as she claims, or as she says, she has to make it work. If it's two people, it's two people. If it's one person, it's one person. She'll just have to foot the cost because at the end of the day, it's just putting something out there. And the topic for her live podcast was redefining one's self, I think it was. And I thought it was a good heading or a good title for the podcast, given what had transpired a few weeks prior with her and Candice. She's talking to, I think, another pastor friend that was helping her and she spoke again about the issue and she questions out loud why she had to do that to Candice. And this is probably the first time I'm hearing Monique speak out loud about the situation and question the situation. In the previous episodes, when she spoke with her pastor and the first lady, she wanted to understand what happened and what triggered her and then she admitted that Candace did not deserve that meaning she was accepting her responsibility and saying Candace did not deserve what happened but now she's questioning it like why did she have to do that like why did she have to do that to Candace however um we see her say again this is now her like third time saying she wanted to apologize to Candace but as we've come to know and as we saw based on the episode last week, it wasn't possible because Candace lawyered up so everything was done in the, in the courts or the lawyer's hands. Mind you, this was seven days after the incident. So seven days after the incident that Candace's lawyer sent Monique the notification that they're going to pursue civil charges. So. The fight happened October 16th and two days after the ladies had to meet up to do their promo shoot for this season. You know the, sh the picture that they're all in purple? So they spent an entire day together basically. And Candice knew by then that what she was going to do. So she said nothing to Monique, Monique said nothing to her on that day I assume. But so this is now two days into the seven before Monique gets notified about the situation about the lawyering up so yeah candace knew what she was going to do 
way before she spoke to Karen, I feel like. That's just how I feel about the situation. And that's her right. It's her right to press charges. But yeah, the timeline of this whole thing is a bit confusing because even though I did say they shot the promo shoot two days after, is it really true? You know what I mean? But I think, I think that's what it is. They shot the promo like two days after. And what we saw on the show is that Monique met with the girls at Karen's house a week after the event. Because I think the producers wrote like one week after in the whole thing. So Monique met with the woman at Karen's house. Which means that it was after she left the woman that she received that notification. Because I don't think she would have met with the women and spoke to them if she had received that email that she was going to be charged. So because of Monique working on herself for the past two weeks in the time of the show, not now, of course, but during the time of the show being filmed, she decided to invite Robin, Karen, and Wendy to the event. Karen said she would come because she went to the first one. She was part of the panel that was on the first one in September, the one that Candice dropped out of. And Robin said she'd think about it, but Wendy, the almighty Wendy, acting extremely almighty basically says that she can't she's not sure if she would go because what Monique did does not sit well with her and I'm like she rides so hard for her friend Candice which is her right do what you do Wendy but don't be acting almighty and holier than thou because we literally saw Candice wave a knife and threw it at someone last year so if you can't be around someone who drags someone by the hair how are you so comfortable with a knife wielder someone who you actually took a knife out of their hand before the altercation started with with uh candace and monique so miss me with that wendy i'm sorry as karen said not impressed wendy is just annoying me right now i want to like her but she's making it hard So now we are at Karen and Ray. Finally, we're seeing more of this story. Karen and Ray go to a life coach. They tried it with a radio host, which was a friend of theirs, I think, but it didn't work. So now they're going to a life coach, which is good. Karen mentioned that Ray is not really a fan of therapy, but the fact that he's doing it shows he wants to get things better or get things back on track with Karen, and I liked that. But um, when I tell you guys, I felt so tear-eyed watching this scene. So seeing them being in counseling, I I almost cried. I didn't. You know, I was at work. <laughs> so I didn't cry, of course. But I liked this scene. So the life coach asked, how many years have you guys been married? So they responded that they have known each other for 25 years, but they've been married for 23. Wow, that is a long time and it just goes to show you that it doesn't matter how in love you think you are now in your present relationship things might change and people need to understand that marriage takes work and you have to do the work you have to be able and willing to put in the work to make your marriage and relationship work so just like things change with the years going by and seasons pass and everyone getting older the relationship dynamics will change it won't always be the same so the love will also evolve and i think this is always 
an issue with couples and where couples sometimes drift apart and end up divorcing because they're not accustomed to the evolution of their relationship or the dynamic so they don't really know how to handle the change they don't know how to be in love in the new moment they don't know how to operate in the new realm of love so that's where Karen and Duray are and I just knew it I said it before because I felt I could have seen it I saw what was going on I saw it from Ray's side and I saw it from Karen's side and just as I was about to tweet my response Ray said it and I was like wow here's Ray opening up he basically said that he was always Ray Hugo people knew him it was always him at the front and Karen behind him supporting but now he's Karen Hugo's husband he's not accustomed to that which is why in the last episode he said that maybe the fame is getting in the way of his relationship with Karen or Karen has changed and Karen has her hand on his knee telling him reassuring him that listen you are the only one there's nothing else that I want things have changed yes but I love you the same even if not more than I did then and I liked that you know the conversation was so important to have and I just love that Karen and Ray decided to just be completely naked in front of us with their feelings we don't really get to see conversations like this often and seeing it play out it was fascinating and it was wonderful because they revealed a lot Ray's an older person as I had mentioned before and Karen is younger than he is so of course he was going to be thinking like I'm going to be retiring and the Karen is just basically in her prime is she going to leave me is she going to get tired of me being home or being a, an older guy is she going to want someone younger so these things were playing in his mind and he admitted basically to feeling some type of way because especially because Karen helped him out in the financial situations and I knew that again I said it before that he may have had some residual feelings because he was always the provider he was always the one who took care of things and the Karen had to bail them out of the the mess the tax situation and I know that like hit his ego a little bit I could have seen it but he opened up he said it and Karen was like listen I just wanted you to just say Thank you, Karen. I appreciate you stepping in and just ensuring that we stayed afloat and we are back on track. That's all Karen wanted, just to feel appreciated because she did help. And it was that ego. Ray just could not admit that, listen, I messed up for a little bit and thank you so much, Karen. And he did say it in the moment and you could see he was genuine. And I just love that they decided to do this and show us. Thank you, guys, because it is important. Couples need to have these talks as uncomfortable or as awkward or as frightening as the conversations may be, you should have them. So we're now back at Wendy's and she's with her kids and her husband. They have a little fun moment with her breast milk, which lasted for about five seconds when I was like, yay, Wendy. Because immediately after that, she became annoying all over again. So she's planning this empowerment um, dinner or something and it's called Wine with Wendy 
where black women get together and talk about the upcoming election which is in 2020 so remember the show was filmed in 2019 so they were talking about the election that's happening right now which is crazy because it's like one year after so yeah she talks about who she's inviting and she makes it known she's not inviting monique because monique doesn't represent what she believes in and that is women empowerment so i had to take a step back and literally look within myself and ask is wendy being serious about this because she's pushing this narrative that monique is this dangerous person when she has not even spent enough time around her she's going off of one little mishap and she's also admitted to being in fights before so for her to have this strong reaction it's beyond me it is completely beyond me i don't get it i don't understand what wendy is doing anyways yeah for her to be this for her to have this strong reaction to something like this for someone who has admitted to being in fights before it just screams hypocrisy it screams double standard and it screams it screams bias like i would have respected her more if she just blatantly say i'm not going to side with money because candace is my friend who brought me onto this show simple say that you could say that because the fourth wall has been broken too many times on this show so it's not like we don't know you're on a show and you don't know you're on a show just say it because then she calls candace to ask her how she's doing and let her know that listen i got your back and candace is like i'm still having panic attacks and all of that and i'm not trying to offend anyone with panic attacks or people with anxieties but candace you were around money shooting that promo shoot so you you were not having panic attacks that day so like let's let's really keep it 100 and say what really is going on remember when i said um that wendy's position and the other girls would really come back and bite them well if you've been paying attention to what's going on online you would see fans reaction to wendy because she's having this ridiculous standard for monique that she doesn't have for her friend her friend waved a knife in someone's face and threw it at them she herself took a knife out of that friend's hand so what are you on wendy is that the empowerment you speak of just like I asked before when you said Monique's behavior was hood-like and you don't like that. But your friend did the same thing with a knife. So what are you about? Are you really not for Monique's behavior? Or are you just being preachy at this point? You know what? Where's T'Challa? Bye, Wendy. So here goes Jamal and Giselle again, filming alone, not with the group. Three months of filming and Jamal has yet to be around the women. What are you scared of Giselle? Why are you keeping Jamal away from the women? It doesn't make sense. Is she scared of the questions they may ask? I asked this before and here I'm asking it again. Why is Giselle not bringing Jamal around the women? Anyways, she is driving him to the airport and she now starts talking about a timeline that they had and she misses him and she wants him closer and she wants to go the 
the distance. She wants to do this because there's no other option. And Jamal is now putting on his famous smooth talker moves, basically telling Giselle that I've been waiting for you to come out and say this because I'm not making any assumptions. I'm not doing what we did in the past. So you have to be open. And Giselle is like, yeah, I know what you mean because I don't really speak about my feelings. Really, Giselle, you're falling for that line again. Jamal is literally having a sermon in the car with her and she's just too blind to see. Or is she just playing along? Because I don't see chemistry here. I see two parents who were in love at one point and they're just friends. Because when he exited that car, she hugged him, not even a kiss. They even did a little dab in the car, like a fist bump. I mean, couples do things like that, but we've not seen them be lovey-dovey. And I'm totally aware of the fact that some couples aren't, like, some couples don't do PDA. But for the love of G-O-D, for the love of God, do something that makes us believe this storyline because where I stand or where I'm sitting, it's not true. And you know it's not true, Giselle. Like, give it up. Come off. Come off it. Like, let's be real. You guys are not together. And this is just an elaborate ruse to make you interesting on the show because what else do you have going on? What else? So we are at Monique's big night, guys. We are at the Not For Lazy Moms live podcast event. So Monique is meeting with her team or the people that are in charge of the event and the MC asks her what questions are okay and she basically says that she doesn't really want any questions about her or Candice and the situation because by then it was all over the blog so everyone knew about it. Understandable because that was not the event for it but, but with the public you never know what could happen. Anyways Ashley shows up and she begins talking to Monique. And uh, I love Ashley. Said that before. I'll keep saying it until she messes up. So Monique informs Ashley that Karen texted her like in the on the day of the event that she would not be able to make it because she's sick. So Monique is in her feelings at this point because she got the news that she's been charged with assault and she supported Karen in the past and she would want Karen there. To which Ashley said, well, Karen basically encouraged Candice to press charges and Monique was shocked. And like I said before, I understood where Karen was coming from because she, Candice was distraught when she was talking to Karen. So Karen said, if you are this distraught, then, well, if it were me and I was, and I was this distraught, I would press charges. She didn't tell Candice to do so. But the editing and how Candice is behaving is making it seem like it was at Karen's urging why she pressed the charges when we know she called her mom the same night she called her husband and I'm sure her mom literally told her we're taking this to courts like Karen didn't need to say anything Candice was going to do this regardless yeah so Monique tells Ashley she invited Wendy and Robin but of course they are a no-show and at this point, again, I'm telling you, I'm not feeling Wendy. So Robin and Wendy, both in their confessionals, are like, they're not going to support Monique because they don't believe Monique has changed. They don't think she's remorseful. But I'm like, you guys met with her the week before. 
and you wanted her to show remorse then. She said, in the moment right now, I was not remorseful. So why would you not think that maybe two weeks after, she thought about it and maybe, just maybe, she saw where she erred. But no, the mission, the aim was to cast Monique out. So this whole idea or this whole narrative that Monique was not remorseful after a whole two weeks is BS. Like, you want her to show remorse according to you guys. You wanted her to show that she was sorry. But how is it that you will be able to see this if you don't go around her? If you don't give her the chance to show that she has learned something from what you claim she needed to learn something from? It doesn't make sense to me. It's like, what is it that you guys really want? So money keeps on talking and she says again. So this is like the fifth time that she says to Ashley now that Candice did not deserve what happened at all. And she would she wanted to talk to Candice, but by the time she was ready to do so, it was already too late because seven days after the event, on October 23rd, she received an email stating that this is what's going to happen. Civil charges, criminal charges for assault. So it was out of her hands by then. So here I am thinking, the women watching this back, how do they truly feel now? Because according to them, on the show, when it was being filmed last year, they wanted Monique to show some remorse. They wanted Monique to show that she is being held accountable. She's holding herself accountable for what she did. And we've seen Monique do and say that for the past three weeks now. How do they feel? Because they wanted her to prove that she was sorry. And she's been saying she was sorry to every single person that she has filmed with after she did the sit down at Karen's house. So I would really want to know what these women think now. Because they were holding on to this storyline for dear life. So I'm, I'm wondering like what do they really think? Part of me would want to believe they would realize that they were being too cold but i just know they're going to say that based on social media and based on what has transpired after the fact they know that what we saw was not true and monique was just acting for the cameras they're going to say that they're going to say that because they're not going to change their mind they're not going to deviate from the script that they had in mind for this season else their whole plan would literally crumble so they're not going to admit that you best believe it so yeah, while they're talking, Ashley is basically telling Monique that, listen, what Karen did was not a good thing. She should not have said that to Candice because Candice can literally use that as the reason for her getting the police involved. And we already see it happening. So whether or not Karen meant anything malicious by it, and I don't think she did, she is going to be blamed for Candice getting the police involved. <laughs> So Robin and her family are out for bowling because they haven't had family night in a long while. And she invites her parents. She tells her parents that she's having tax issues again and her mom is like, well, I know. Your dad showed me on Instagram. But she tells them that everything will be fine and it's being handled. She basically doesn't want to have history repeat itself because her parents were disappointed in her when she and Juan were going through that hard financial time 
because it was her that caused them to go through that and the reason i believe um they got a divorce in the first place robin presents herself to be this unbothered laid back down-to-earth housewife but i really feel like that's not really true because she's always had comments about people's finances and money and i feel like she's excited by money she gets excited by it she's she talks about it often and i mean it is important to have if you have money then a lot of things will be easier in terms of what you can afford to do but she seems to be a reckless person with money and i hope she's learning and that she would not let history repeat itself and put her and juan in another bad situation especially if they get married again so juan tells robin's parents that he's going to ask her to marry him again and they are for it they love juan and i like juan i actually do like robin but she just needs to like if she's really real just be real have your opinions and stop not liking money because giselle doesn't like her money did nothing to you robin like give it up you are your own person or so we think now it is the day for wendy's wine with wendy and i kid you not this event is super important it was so impactful it was so powerful the messages were good but i was just distracted i was distracted because of wendy's pettiness for me it overshadowed the actual meaning for the event she claims this is for empowering women yes we do not support violence by any means necessary we don't we don't support violence however someone did err and just like wendy who have fought before something that we did not see but she admitted she has done that before i'm sure no one casted her out right so here i am maybe i'm asking too much of wendy i don't know i don't know her but she's inviting her us into her life so we're commenting and i'm like is this how you treat a black woman that falls down you keep digging her grave for her putting her further down in that grave it doesn't make sense to me at what point at what point does an event like this not include uplifting a woman who has fallen down i don't get it if wendy and don't even say that wendy was not on the show when candace waved the knife in front of ashley's face and threw it at her if candace is her girl as she claims she knows and she saw this show when they did not come on here blind she saw so miss me with all of that as i said before because if you're uplifting women and you're talking about how women can be there for each other why aren't you there for monique why aren't you there helping her through this just like you're there for your girl candace which is so funny because karen is there for monique as she's also there for candace but they're chastising karen for being there for monique when monique was not the only person involved in the altercation so make it make sense to me wendy maybe i'm asking too much of you like i said but this event for me because of what you did in terms of disinviting or not inviting monique on the premise that she's too volatile she's a liability according to giselle and she is not 
who you think of when you think about empowering women, then who is it for if not for the woman who has fallen down, Wendy? So make it make sense to me, a man, because I just want to understand. It's not lost on me then that couple minutes after the event ended and they were having lunch or whatever, that Giselle informed the women that Wendy told her what Karen said when Karen and the girls were at Monique's lake house. And I'm like, is this what you do? Gossip? Karen told you something. If she wanted to tell anyone else, she would have. She told you and she told Monique and Candice. So why did you have to tell Giselle? Yes, it was on camera. Okay, yes, it was on camera. But Giselle was not supportive of Karen and she was going through her hard time. In fact, she made a mockery out of it, she and Robin. So why would you do that, Wendy? And then you're gossiping and talking. So it's like, you're uplifting, but you're being selective with your upliftment. So make it make sense, Wendy. Please, make it make sense. Candice and Karen go off to the side and they start talking. And Candice is basically telling Karen that she doesn't appreciate how she's behaving with this situation because she's not holding money accountable. And at this point, I just have to shake my head because what are these women doing? Are they really out to just ruin this girl? I don't understand. I'm just so happy the flashbacks are available because the producers showed us Karen telling Monique to her face in front of Wendy, Ashley, and Robin that what she did was wrong and she needs to take ownership of it. She needs to work on it because it's not acceptable. So isn't that her talking to Monique holding her accountable? Just like she says to Candice, you have a powerful brain and you also have a powerful mouth. Which means, Candice, you need to take accountability for the things you say to people. You can always go around saying whatever you feel like because people react differently. Mind you again, violence is never the answer and Candice did not deserve that. But at the end of the day, we don't know who's going to react in a similar fashion to what happened in the barn. So it's like Karen is making points here. But Candice does not want to hear that. Candice wants Karen to tell her that she's not going to speak to Monique again. She's going to abandon her. And Wendy chips in. And we're not telling you to do that. But that's exactly what you're telling her to do. Because you were sitting there when she sat and said to Monique that what she did was wrong. And she needs to take ownership for it. So how are you now telling Karen that she needs to hold her friend accountable? She already did. But that is not what you guys want to hear. You guys want to hear Karen say she's done with money and that would make you guys completely happy because now you'd have gotten rid of her off the show which obviously was the aim right here. So Karen was like Wendy for an, a very educated woman you are being very ignorant right now and you should have seen the look on Wendy's face shocked and Karen was right because it doesn't matter how many degrees you have common sense obviously is not so common and Karen said <laughs> Karen said that, okay? Karen is like, listen, I don't care about your accolades because what you're doing right now makes no sense to me. I am not going to abandon her because she's fallen down. I'm going to be there to help her and guide her through it, just like I'm doing with Candice. And Karen said that to Candice. Karen was like, listen, when you're doing all of your stuff last year, I was there by your side. I held you down. And if it were you in money situation, I would have still been there for you just as I am for her. Candice does not want to hear that. Candice wants yes men. Some people want yes men. 
that's fine i guess but don't be acting like karen is not on your side too because she's not going around talking badly about you to any of the girls she's there for you candice you actually do have a good friend in karen but because she's not walking around saying yes ma'am yes ma'am it's not good enough so karen is like i'm not going to be bullied to change my opinion i'm going to stay in the position that i am and that's it that is it and that is where we left off you know this week's episode was quite interesting and the next week seems even crazier so once again this is chatterbox kern with your host kern thomas thank you so much for tuning in and i hope you guys have a great